0: We're gonna do Drew on Drew. That's right. We're gonna introduce you to one of the Good Morning Galahorn hosts, Mr. Drew Bunting. We're gonna talk about the two different types of shows that we do, how he plays a part in that, he along with Ted Glover, and we're going to go into this season looking forward to it. But as Daily Norseman members, I wanted you to get to know Drew better. So we talk about his love of the game. He loves the Vikings and he loves football. He also loves music. We'll learn a little bit about that. As a kid, he tells a story of how in the fourth grade, he would picture himself as Bud Grant and he would design plays and play with his fellow students just to have fun because he loved the game. Music. Tell stories about learning how to play the bass guitar and learning from the best. First, learning jazz and then rock and roll, and he loves rock and roll. We got into because we do some of these things for the love of it, who on the Vikings would play for the love of the game? And then we got into one of our favorite topics, Dalvin Cook. You'll have to see what we talk about, but hopefully, it's he stays healthy and we use him a lot. Anyways, enjoy the show. Special announcement, not that many know, but that we are joining as the official Daily Norseman podcast, as part of the official Climbing the Pocket Network podcast team. Climbing something. Yes. Group.
1: This is surprising. I didn't even know that. Great news.
0: Yes, it is great news. Around July 4th-ish, it will become official. We are your official Daily Norseman
1: podcast
0: network. Strike up the
1: band on that one.
0: Yes, right. Now, as most of you know, Good Morning Gallahorn is a video, and we do video podcasts, (laughs) right? So our video won't be on there. But our audio will. Our video (laughs) still can be watched because we'll post that as well. And you can find that on YouTube at Climbing the Pocket. But this is the audio version. And for today, I want to introduce some of the hosts. Of course, myself, David Stefano, who you've known for a long time. Longer than you actually realize. Yes, because I was Luf Kriger. Still am. That's my alias. And I posted over a decade ago on Loof's locker room and previous boards before that back a decade ago. Was new, well over a decade ago.
1: Holy crap.
0: Yep. But when we started Good Morning Gallahorn over a year ago, and before that on a podcast previous on a previous group we had who i want to introduce to you today if you have not met already mr drew bunting meow meow drew lives out on the left coast that's right hippie time baby hippie time hippie time avid vikings fan very strong in his opinions it has a great sense of humor.
1: We've been holding down the Vikings' left coast out here since, well, me personally, since 1971. That's so, right.
0: And yeah. your birds are attesting to that.
1: Uh, meow, meow. Yeah, they're happy right now. They just eight, So it's always me and the birds. How you doing today, David? I'm doing very well.
0: Been drinking, consuming <laughs> a little bit of flyer.
1: Flying Dog. fly! Oh, the old, oh, it's time for Flying Dog. Yeah, That's there you right.
0: go. Snake Dog is the brew I'm drinking right
1: now. Where do you get that? Czechoslovakia? More, more. Where do you find
0: that beer? No, I find this at Wine and More. <laughs> <Your store. laughs> outstanding prices. It has a chain nationwide. I suggest if you prefer beer, wine, or some good cigars, that you check them out. Well, there you go. Prices. and they should be one of our sponsors. Hear that wine and more.
1: Yeah, that's important. They want you haven't used a sponsor for alcohol really works for everybody. How many Gallahorn episodes did we end up having so far? I mean,
0: we've I think had fifty two or three ish. Wow, so far. Wow. So we're weird. entering the new season, which will bring us probably close to hundred. Because once football starts, we do twice a week.
1: That's right. That's right. We do the uh, after the show, the in the raw, and then like the preview the following week on a Wednesday or something, but well,
0: I'm tell really us looking the forward difference. to that. I've
1: missed all those, man. I really missed doing that.
0: Tell us the difference between the two.
1: Uh, well, the, the after the, the shows are usually pretty emotional because it's tough to do it. Like I remember in particular after the Bills game, uh, when we were 16 point favorites and we lost by three touchdowns mm-hmm. i really did not want to do a show i was really angry i was really like it sucked dude but <laughs> you got to do it you know and so i remember doing that show with you and it was we both started on the air and you were like yeah good morning Gallahor. <laughs> <laughs> it was like so it's it's tough it's always fun to do them after the wins right after the win Right. Uh, but the ones after the losses are pretty difficult. But I remember I remember that one in particular. But those are the ones done right after the game. I mean, we hook up and we record pretty much as the gun sounding to end the game. So I really like those. They're very emotional. Uh there's usually a lot of humor and, and you and Ted have, you know, been lubing yourselves up the whole game with <laughs> beers. So th- anything can happen in those. But the, and then the ones during the week when we preview the matchup coming up on the Sunday, there's usually a lot more statistical, you know, information, matchups, uh, scheme against scheme, how the Vikings are going to attack this certain team. There's, It's usually more in depth. And then the shows right after the game are usually F-bombs and why'd we do this? Or... <laughs> it's a good, it's good. It's a good balance of both. I don't know about you, but I, I you know, I like that there are two different kinds of shows. I, I like that.
0: Well, I do too. And what's special about this coming up season in 2019?
1: What is special about it? Yeah. And the fact
0: We're gonna that. We're going to win the
1: Super Bowl. That's
0: what's oh, special that... about it. <laughs> the you, can, brother, you, can I know. you can book it, baby. Book it. From, from your
1: lips to God's ears, baby. Well, no, no. Listen, the 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 team that won the NBA title, that was their first title, right? right Toronto. correct. The Blues won the Stanley Cup this month. Absolutely. First time. They've never in won. History. And that guy that just won the golf thing—I don't follow golf, but I heard on TV he was a new—he's a new winner too.
0: Yeah, that won the U.S. Open.
1: Absolutely. So yeah. Every, so why not? I mean, that's how the year is playing out. So why not a first first timer? Damn so. straight. Damn straight. But and what at this is, point, David, I have nothing else to hang my hat on. So we got to go with that.
0: But what's going to be unique about this season versus previous seasons is that our post-game show, which is called. Good morning, Galhorn. In the raw, right, is going to be live on YouTube,
1: and you can oh. join us. Did you know that? That the, I did not know. That. Are you talking like we did for the draft? That live show for the draft. That's
0: right. Like the that live was show absolutely
1: for the draft. crazy, dude. It was. And I got calls the next day from man, the great man Bear Pig, and some other people just complimenting us, saying that was a draft show. Uh, some people, as a matter of fact, turned down the. NFL Network draft, draft show that we're having draft parties and had us piping through live instead <laughs> of the ESPN or instead of NFL Network, they were using us, our our, our, our feed. Stuff. That's cool. so I was really happy to hear that. But it was that was a lot of fun. It was you and I and uh, Eddie Van Halen and Ted and uh Christopher Gates joined and I think yeah, Darren the Campbell Grand was Poobah there. himself, right? And Christopher Gates was there. We were having a great time. That was a great night, man. But within that, the
0: raw. Daily Norseman members, and anybody for that matter, any Vikings fan, will be able to communicate with us live on air. We'll be watching the feed as they comment on YouTube as we're giving our opinions on how the Vikings executed their offense and defense, right, hopefully to another victory
1: that is beautiful going live i remember yeah so that's just going to take the in the raw to the next raw level right
0: whereas our preview game is set up with lots of visuals lots of analysis and uh greater production
1: yeah let me let me throw in there you do a great job on those on producing those shows by the way a lot uh, I try. I learn. We we point. get off. You know, Ted and I get. We get off pretty easy because we just do the recording. But then mm-hmm. it all goes to your lap, and then there's hours and hours and hours of streaming together the pictures and the video and the word, the graphics you put on there. And there's a lot involved to it. So I wanted to let you know, you do a hell of a job doing that.
0: Well, it's team effort. You've helped quite Let's, extensively. Yeah, I'm,
1: yeah. We 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 collaborate on that a little bit, but mostly it's done by you. They're really done well. I get oh, as I much. As many compliments on the production of the show as I do the actual content. So I really, really, I I like the way they've come together. I like the show.
0: Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Why are, why is Drew Bunting such a special individual?
1: A special individual? I don't know. I don't think anybody wants to. You drive the
0: short bus. Oh
1: I did drive the short bus, but I'm damn proud of the short
0: bus. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Don't offense to the short bus
1: incline. No, the short bus people rock. I'm a pretty simplified person, David. I love music. It keeps Uh me going. It's got me through a lot of hard times, and I love the Vikings. And I, you know, I'm kind of a sports music guy and i'm really simplified now because i don't really leave the house much as i used to but those two things they keep they keep the juices flowing with me you know and i i I love the vikings and i love competitive i love football in general uh i had a discussion with i had a phone call with tony bell about a month ago and we talked for about an hour the machine and we both realized man we are we love football but i've always loved football i've been enamored with the game when you know, when I was younger, I dropped plays. And, you know, in fourth grade, I formed this team at my elementary school. And we used to go to other elementary schools and play them. I and I was the coach. And I acted like Bud Grant. I, did, I loved it. And then, uh, I don't know, just it's when you love football, when you fall in love with football, when you're a kid, it kind of sticks with you. But uh, that's always been my first love and foremost. And then, of course, music, when I started playing music. I had to juggle and balance both of them: uh, playing music and following the Vikings. So, you know, there's nothing really unique about my life. I play bass guitar and I've done a little singing. Uh, okay. What kind of
0: bass guitar? You do the classical, bass. rock, country. Rock.
1: I like what? playing. Well, I like you know when I first started playing, I I played a lot to my brother's albums, which were Stanley Clark and a lot of jazz stuff. Ooh. That's how I learned, and then you know, I got kind of Fell into the rock and roll. I, I remember the first time I really listened to a rock album was Deep Purple, Machine Head. My brother turned me onto that, or some ZZ Top, and I went, "Wow, this, this whole world of rock is a little different." Oh, ZZ and Top's then,
0: first album, yes. is outstanding, and that's the yes. one that hooked me on to
1: ZZ Top.
0: Very yeah. blues heavy,
1: right, right. And my brothers, my older, I have three older brothers, and they mm-hmm. all kind of. Pitched in to me musically and turned me on to different kinds of sounds and bands and even instruments. Everybody in my my family plays, you know, either drums or guitar or something. But I became really involved with the bass lines and the bass players, and I started studying people like John Entwistle and of course Stanley clark John Paul Jones, Jaco Pastorius. Yeah, every every if you're a bass player, I wanted to learn your techniques. And that just became the instrument I loved, and I loved holding the the back end. I loved being in a groove with the drummer because the drummer and the bass player are really the the guts to the whole song. So I really oh, loved I that, still... and and I started playing with different musicians. Got some lessons, got a little better at it, and then you you know you just start you form a band, and your band plays at parties, and then this guy knows this guy, and you know your drummer moves away and need a new drummer, you go find a drummer and then this guitar player knows this guy. And then, it, you know, it all comes together and you need to find four or five guys that you really enjoy playing music with. The good thing about music is there really is no rules to it. I mean, there's no, there's not a lot of stress to it. So I've had this good balance. The Vikings give me a tremendous amount of stress. <laughs> <laughs> the music is like, you can plug in and it's totally two different worlds. And the music is just like everything. There's no rules to it. It's all free in your mind. You can like whatever you like or dislike what you like. And but you know, the Viking end of it, it's like, all right, they gotta win this game. They gotta get this third down. They gotta, <laughs> so it's I don't know. You know what it is. It's like you with your art. You're into yeah, art. Yeah, art, exactly like me and my art. When yeah. you get into your art world, it's all that stuff that you worry about, you know, with the Vikings, it's all the stress there, it goes away. So Well, I I try to put it into the
0: art. Art for right. me is very therapeutic. And with Vikings fans, we need that therapy. Um <laughs> yeah. and, and I try to put it into it. And this season, as folks will come to watch us and learn about us on Daily Norseman and across YouTube, you'll see some of my artwork and you'll see why to me it means so much and can generate emotion and feeling and Just enrich that. It's really fantastic
1: stuff. I've seen a lot of your artwork, man. It's the colors on it are. I like I like when I scroll by when I see one of your one of your art things on on Facebook. I look at I just become mesmerized for like the first thirty seconds looking at the colors. Dude, those Jimi Hendrix ones were beautiful. Wow. I read those are my favorite ones. You did it. Those were so awesome, man. I loved them. But and all Ted your thinks stuff. I'm
0: doing drugs on those, but actually I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: They're they really... make you know, <clears throat> response in my head, but no a couple of them look like old Hendrix album covers. And I, I don't think you looked at any Hendrix album covers before you made them, but
0: no, I just made yep. them because that's that's when I when I feel Jimmy, I remember Jimmy playing, you know. I remember growing up and watched Jimmy sure. on, you know, whether it be the massive concerts of you know up at Watkins Glen in New York or wherever you know and listening to him play and he could play a guitar like just oh my lord could he play a guitar oh
1: the greatest ever he's fantastic
0: and and you try to picture that in your mind when you're creating and I most people I create mostly abstract art but when you see it you can picture the him actually you know playing with that little knob thing that's going wow 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 you know <laughs> as he's doing it and the, right, the fingers right. that are just wow 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 and and i translate in that into the visual or I try to at least as my mind sees it and those
1: were really well done i really really like those those are my private favorite ones that you've done so far and it's just, uh, but yeah, like you got your art to escape. You had my music. I mean, there's nothing like playing music live. And I've always told people this. They say, you know, well, you know, you did a lot of shows. There's well, one time I was doing like eight shows a month, which mm-hmm. is when you're traveling around from city to city. And there's no, let me, let me get something straight. There's no roadies. There's no people carrying your shit for you. You, do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You pack it into your car, you unpack it. It's not like a tour with Aerosmith, dude. Right. You're on your own. It's a lot of work. You're loading gear in the middle of the night. It's just, it's a lot of work. But there is nothing to playing, nothing like playing live. I'd have done it for food. You'd have given me a sandwich, I'd have played four hours. I mean, we got, we used to get paid at the end of the night, and I'd get paid and I'd go, I can't believe somebody's giving me money to do this because it's so fun. <laughs> but it gives us, gives us that escape. I loved that escape.
0: And that's cool. And we both know Vikings players that would do the same thing. They're just happy to play and would play for a ham sandwich. Sure. Because they love the game.
1: I think Adam Thielen would be that guy.
0: I think Adam Thielen
1: would be that guy. He seemed like he would just just give me some food and some Gatorades and I'll play.
0: What do you think he's going to do in 2019?
1: I got a new name for him. What's that? The Mankato Tornado. (laughs) I think... I think his numbers may drop a little bit, but just because I think the production is going to be spread around a little more this year. I still have him down for eight to 10 touchdowns and, you know, a thousand yards. Okay. That's not bad. I mean, what did he get last year? 1300 or something. Yeah. A slight, maybe a slight drop off in that, but. Uh, Same for it's, it's, We Yeah. We, yeah. I, I think their numbers are going to be pretty similar. I really do. I think they're going to be similar, but more importantly, I think they both have to stay healthy. I think we're in deep trouble if we lose either one of those guys, to be honest with you, if for any long period of time, maybe a, a week here, a week there with a nagging injury is one thing, but they, they don't, don't have, answer. I mean, what yeah. happens if you lose those guys? Who do you got? So
0: <laughs> that's a big question. Who's wide receiver three, but we also have Cook, who I think is going to have an outstanding year, well over a 1,000 yards if he stays healthy.
1: Yeah, can he get, Can he put together a full season? That's everybody's question about Cook. I mean, we all have, what do you put, five the first season? What did he get last year, nine? Well, I think
0: he's done 14 total, yeah, which That's, is not uh, even a full season.
1: So, you know, he hasn't proven it yet. Plus, at Florida State, the most they play is 13, including their bowl game. So mm-hmm. he's never really... He really played a 16-game season. Yeah, but
0: Uh, I I think this offense and this scheme under Kubiak, it will be outstanding for him. I think it's perfect.
1: So you still think Stefanski is the coordinator? Oh, David, you silly silly boy.
0: I I may be, but I think Stefanski will call the plays, and uh, Kubiak will be mentoring the big voice from, you know, above. He right. that says, that's a good play. No, I think we should run this. So, well,
1: I know we had we had a discussion about Cook before. Do you think we should just run him, run him and run him and run him and run him? And I'm thinking maybe we should put the governor on him a little more and, and watch his carries to 15 or 20 so we could have him fresh yeah. for a playoff run. But I'm kind of leaning towards oh, 15 you now. To 20 per He's going to do it. He's going to do it, right? That's right. That's what we pay him for. You're going to – you know what? You're going to like Madison, though. I did a lot of draft research on Alexander Madison from Boise State. Mm -hmm. That guy can play, dude. I'm not even kidding you. You're going to like him. I'm going to love it. I'm going to absolutely love it. He's a good short yardage guy. A lot better than old Matt Asiata, let me tell you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Matt wasn't too bad. You needed three, (laughs) he gave you three. You needed six, he gave you three. Three what? Inches? for (laughs) yards. You know, it depended. But he scored a lot of touchdowns, (laughs) per se. But anyways, yeah, I, we'll wrap, game wrap up, this puppy up. I just wanted yeah. to have Daily Norseman learn who Drew Bunting is.
1: That's cool, man. I'm on YouTube. One of my music shows is on YouTube. If you care.
0: Oh, cool. We include that link.
1: Little Whoa. Little King, 1995. It's one of my last shows, but the full hour show is on there. Cool. And I have a. I am not. I don't have gray hair, and I have a mullet. Look pretty hot.
0: <laughs> Well, speaking of gray hair, we're called by the Climbing the Pocket leader, Jason Brown. We're part of the Grandpa Division.
1: Is that what Be- we are?
0: Yeah, that's because we're all over 50. You
1: know Been what? We around- all kick ass,
0: though, too. Yeah, we all kick ass. We beat those youngsters every day of the week.
1: And How is don't Jason like doing?
0: Well, Jason's doing pretty good from what I understand. So Good. good. Anyways, I just wanted to say... Hello, Daily Norseman, and here is Drew Bunting, Yeah, one of the major partners of Good Morning Gallagher. Just an old man. <laughs> Just an Just old man. Old Just Robert like the Friend three of, of us. Yeah, we're all trying to win a Super Bowl. Uh, damn straight. Next <laughs> episode, you will learn your own beloved Ted Glover.
1: Oh, yeah. We got to learn the background of Ted Glover flying those helicopters in the war, right? <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So everybody, Drew, you have one last thing to say?
1: Meow, meow, Viking cow. That's my first one. That's right. Let's go, Viking.